0: Your dog hey uh-huh.
1: Sweet. <laughs> hey everyone Hey everyone, I'm Wa, and I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu <laughs> Sweeties.
0: We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docu series.
1: Yes, but through our own lens, which is just spell shocked, which is triggered, which is I mean baffled, which is crazed, which is at the end of the day, hopefully mildly, I don't know what we're going to do. I'm going to say sweet just to end this, but we'll try. We're not miracle workers. And we're talking about the curious case of Natalia Grace season two. This is episode two for the love of money. And, uh, this is a crazy shit show. So what, For what do you think the problem
0: is with the money, with the money, with the money, the money man. It's no sun, son, I'm buying our son, I'm money man. First of all, that's all I kept <laughs> hearing with like Christine Barnett and Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> we have not gotten any video of her. It's just all of these pictures of this like Greek, Mediterranean, blue ocean eyed, blonde evil bitty with like like Cupid bows, like red lipstick. Lipstick that is not a satin finish. It's a gloss finish. So, you know, it's all over everything. Um, No eyebrows. None. None to be had, none to be seen, none to be found. Okay. <laughs> a little bit of mascara. Just really banking on those eyes and those lips. Okay.
1: That's what Funny she's banking Body, yaddy, because we, mm-hmm. we know she sends them. Now, this... I have a gift, and you know there are four episodes of season two. So whether the gift happens at the end of this one, that's why I kind of want to ask you. I should do what I I should do it, which is if you want me to, I'm gonna give it up to you. But Wajahat, well, should I read them the and you can help me very long statement that Christine put on Facebook? Um, why do you want me to answer that? Why can't because you- I want you make the decision. Okay, you want mm-hmm. me to make the decision? Okay, great. I okay, think that so we should do it, and I think we should do it at the end.
0: Um, of this episode.
1: Great. Yeah. yeah so let's episode. start. We'll start. Um, okay, so obviously, as we know, Natalia can talk to Michael now.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's because... Why? Because yeah, the gag order, it's been six months since he was acquitted of all wrongdoings uh, when it pertains to her, and the gag order has been lifted, and he reached out to her because it was on his conscience to do so because he would also like to prove that he's not a bad guy because if a ba- if he were a bad guy, he wouldn't reach out to her.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so, the whole logic. Mm-hmm. So I love when, I love when someone who is trying to hide something tells you what they're trying to hide and why they're not it. <laughs> and then just says what you should believe and why. Yeah. And then it just says, like, see, there's no other way but for you to take what I'm saying. It's just he's okay. He's interesting, obviously. And we see him now. And now, honey, he has mutton chops. Mm-hmm. Mutton chop sideburns, like a 70s porn star. Every time mm-hmm. we've seen him, he looks been he's looked wildly different. I mean, like you he and also like every time you see him, he looks like he's been back and forth from death's door 14 times, barely hanging on. And I mean, like in this situation now, he looks crazy. Like he looks like he's been living off the grid except for like one like blade that he like cuts those mutton chops every week. And maybe the girl that he's talked into being his bitty, whatever, is there and with he, him. I mean, I don't and know. And he has a woman. He yeah. has a woman. And
0: I am just here, the singlest person. I'm well, all of the single ladies. You know what I mean? I'm all yeah, of them. But and Michael it was, Barnett has found himself a biddy, And he carries her handbag. Prize. And he carries her handbag.
1: He carries There's her no handbag, prize. Chris. Well, just because... Listen, well, there's a lot of trashy, horrible people in this world. And I would rather be single than be attached to any of them. And so would you. And obviously, we know that he is one. So could you imagine the woman that would invite that person into your bed knowing what he is? I don't have to know her to know I don't agree with her. And I don't want to have anything to do with her. It's the company you keep.
0: I just want somebody to hold my hand back. Then, okay. So I, have I, you were to say hand. Have you, you ever witnessed... Hand. Yeah. Have you ever witnessed uh, somebody laying of hands? No, okay. you just have. You did. You did. You know, now you know what the laying of hands is. So uh, we have Michael sitting in this home. Mutton chops galore. He is sitting in a chair. There's a table, and then there's another chair. Um, and Natalie Grace and her father, her fa- her mother, Cynthia Man's couldn't, couldn't be there, but her, her father, Bishop Mans, could. So Bishop Man takes her there. And Bishop Man, he's he's already okay. He is a general <laughs> in
1: the army for God. Okay, he got not a up soldier. At 4 a.m. this morning, honey. Yeah. he, he the, his it was a pressed uniform. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He like. Black
0: coffee, no sugar. Lord, we praise thee, Lord. We praise thee high. We praise thee in the village life.
1: Sorry, Christina.
0: We praise thee. uh, If I had a tambourine, I'd be going in right now. Um, So, anyways, he laid his hands upon, he laid his hands upon natalie natalia grace okay and he said (laughs) i see the devil get thee behind because victory i said not 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 victory shall be mine the devil is a liar (laughs) hey i said now we will stomp him out the lord said in matthew 1 11 smite the devil down Walk through these doors today, Natalia. You get the answers ye shall seek because the devil is in here and he is a liar and we will hear nothing but the truth because the Lord saith unto his people, Abshach, Meshach, rack and Abednego. The Lord is in this house on today. Okay. That's she had hands laid up on her. I mean, and it was loud and everybody heard every second of it. And the lawyer, Michael Burnett's lawyer, who is another black man, is fucking annoyed.
1: This is Now we have these two people that just have Bible man spokespersons.
0: He said to himself, now this Bible-thumping ass, no-good-ass Negro gonna come in here with his nonsense, gonna sit up here and try to tell me. This is a—we are steeped in realism, and he gonna bring his old bumpkin ass in here talking about he's a bishop. A bishop of what? Anyways, and so (laughs) Natalia comes in, and she's like— and then, then the narrative is like, it sounded like he, you know, he was given a sermon on, on, or he was Al Pacino giving his Oscar speech on any given Sunday. And he was like re- gearing up for a fight. So they were trying to spin this narrative that somehow, again, still, Natasha, Natalia, who's only 19, is still the negative person, is still this person who is not Michael's adopted, is a, an adoptive person that Michael once had in his home, not his daughter. Not his dwarf daughter. You know he's still in in lawyer mode. Talia comes in, she sits down, and she turns to Michael, and she's like, "Why are we here, Michael?" And Michael's like, "It's really hard to answer that question. There's more than one."
1: Wait, wait, wait. Can I take a step. I gotta go back. I, gotta go. I, I need to. I need to take a little step back. It's my favorite part. Okay. Mm-hmm. She goes, "Why are we here, Michael?" And he's like, Phil- "Philosophically, well." I've- I mean, I can't say it, but that man over there probably can answer that question. <laughs> She's like, "No, bitch." <laughs> please, please, please. She's like, "Why did you adopt me?" Okay, and then then he's like, <clears throat> "Well, it could be <clears throat> a lot of time to answer these questions." Okay, so like that's one part of it. That, okay, I love so many parts of this. I can't even. This is unfucking believable. And it's. But let me just say this: Michael and Michael's attorney. First of all when they have this laying of hands, as you said, and Michael's attorney talks about it, Michael's attorney is now on a confessional at his office talking about it, which is confusing for me as the viewer. Cause I'm like, okay, so he, what heard about it from Michael. And then is, he, and then we're in, in a moment later reflecting on it, which not is it, he is there, but they should have like, I don't know. It was confusing. They should have like had that be edited differently because it was confusing. So obviously, yes, what I just said happens. Michael cannot say philosophically. He says philosophically. It's very funny. It's like, but I also can't say things as well. And he's just, you know, very scared and already trying to put on a show. She's like, no, obviously, why did you adopt me? And Michael is like, well, uh, you know, there's not going to be just like one answer you're not going to like, you know? And she's like, well, what, you know, why? And he's like, listen, you and I, we have the same monster.
0: And then cut to everybody else. So this is where we stop. And then we cut to now Beth and the sheriff and then the FBI lady and then everybody else. And so they start to weave this story now where Christine wants money she's already made half a million dollars and they kept saying half a million, like $500,000 is a lot of money. It is, but it is not at the same time. Um, especially for those of us in the modern world who are going to live. Uh, like you, it's like, it's not enough to live on. You know what I mean? Like it's not oh, enough. For sure. <laughs> it's not <laughs> yeah. enough to live on. Right. So like $500,000 as a lump sum to maybe get out of debt and finish paying off your home and like, you know, finish paying off your car to like break even is good. But then after that you have no more money left and you still have to work. So the way that they're talking about it is that Christine w- one, she was already the mother of a brilliant child and she was in the midst of writing a book. They adopted this child who needed all these surgeries and she wasn't a brilliant person. Christine could not make this person super, super smart. And so there was an issue and Christine started to create this narrative that Natalia was not who she said she was because Natalia did not fit the mold that Christine thought she would, which is so crazy to think that you I mean, could you imagine the narcissism you have to have to think that your autistic son is a genius because of you, not because of their autism? Yeah,
1: you're absolutely right. Or, you know, like, she's like, I made him and I can make anyone now. Like, she's like, she's like this, you know how, like, sometimes there's, like... God complex for surgeons or God complex for doctors. It's like a God complex she has as a woman mother. But anyway, God bless. So they said a bunch of crazy things. They said like at one point in her book deal that she almost had like a movie script deal with like uh, Rosman Pike playing like the lead, which is like God bless. So yeah, Christine is obviously making a lot of money off of Jacob of Jacob's Genius and Natalia. You know, and there's also people giving her money off the internet like donations and stuff like that. So there's like a little bit of an online celebrity slash mom guru slash I know how to make smart kids blobby blue, you know? And at the same time, they start talking about the Barnett Academy, which was their like daycare slash home homeschool place that they were obviously like dealing with Jacob or whatever. But again, Jacob is Jacob, you know, like Jacob is somehow, I don't know how God, I don't know what part of the DNA line that Christine and Michael together in one night of passion, make a smart person like Jacob who has empathy and sensitivity and brilliance. And it's just through, and it's like, and I feel like he has to suffer the sins of his parents because I can only imagine the trauma. I mean, the trauma that he's also has to go through, but I mean, Chris, how did you feel that he aced Arabic 101? I mean, I, I felt i be shum, which means I, I'm shameful. I can't speak it. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. He- I, Yeah, no piano, like piano, like there's no Arabic that in one book, he's learning piano, not a piano in the house, honey. I mean, just what he's like visualizing it, you know, like, could you imagine just like, I'm playing piano, you know, he just listens to it. He's like, I'm playing it, you know, like what? Christine took Natalia out of school as
0: well to homeschool her in the Barnett Academy and sat her in front of physics and she Mm -hmm. couldn't do it. So she was pepper sprayed. Yeah. So it's like. It's it's the Barnett's Academy was not a real place. And um, she fudged all of Jacob's documentation, even though he actually was a genius. So he probably could have been or was decent in these things, except for these things weren't in their actual home. So like maybe if there was a keyboard in the house, maybe he could have aced it. But like there wasn't. And so he didn't and therefore was not. You know, so it's like we find out that she was a menace. She was definitely out there just lying to people, trying to package her parenting and her motherhood into some kind of commodity for sale and to make money off of people.
1: It's kind of like a woman like Gypsy's mom that does like Munchausen and Munchausen by proxy. It's this personality disorder drive to be the best version and or the most oh no and or the most victimized version and or a famous great victimy version of something and has like it's this it feeds something and mm-hmm. so like it's it's a it's obviously a mental illness and there's something that is She's getting off on it, besides also the money. And also, you could have said like Gypsy Rose Lee's moms or whatever, like had free trips to Disneyland or whatever, God bless, or whatever it was that they're getting, also besides the attention, something else. But yeah, like, because Christine, even when she first got Natalie, wanted Natalie, Natalia, what's wrong with me, to like fake read a Cosmo article in front of her friend and be like, look at her, look what she can do. And so her like crazy nosy neighbor friend comes over and is like, I saw with my own eyes. I've never seen, I can't even read Cosmo. first of all i want to be like so what did you literally have natalia be like six positions to make your man run crazy um the backwards cowgirl keep on reading natalia oh my god she's great like you know like what cosmo article is this fucking six-year-old reading bye who's away or whatever you know god bless um i love the fact that even the school principal has a like a voice cam to be like listen she wasn't. She's she's fine. At one point, Christine's like, do you want to put her in second grade? And we were like, nah, uh, nah, no, that's she's a good. good. I think she's she, definitely she, in the grade that we think she is. She's definitely maybe if just, you want to keep her back one more grade, we can talk about it.
0: Yeah. 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 But she's yeah. definitely not a genius. She's definitely just like the way everybody else is. And so they told her that the reason why she had to quit school is because she was running like folks over with her wheelchair. She's like, no, I wasn't. That's a crazy-ass reason to tell somebody um, that... Uh, I would be like, you.
1: your school doesn't have enough room for me to fucking play in my wheelchair then. Yeah. Yeah. So, this- Natalia, can't be to Like, also think about what we're thinking. Natalia at six with her, God bless, not the most, like, dexterous, long arms, mm-hmm. what reeling into children that can use, you know, legs a little easier in some ways... To run away from, I can't even fucking. What are you like? like she's always being. She's also yeah. yeah. I mean, she's always being made to be like a fucking monster. When you're like, she can't do that. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, she can't. I mean, I don't want to take this away from her. I don't want to like say that she's unable to do something. But in this way, it's like some of these things are like that's crazy.
0: Yes, she is unable to do some of the things that they are saying that she's able to do, and it's unfortunate and it's very 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 sad. So like. She is not excelling, so Christine completely removes any trace of her from the book that she was writing called The Spark, and so she gets, like, ghostwritten her out ghost of it. Writer, her ghostwriter
1: yes. r- r- takes it away, Take which, by away. the way, that's going to come up later when I have my present, because it's going to be very obvious that the person, Christine Bennett, Brennett, whatever her name is, is not a genius, cannot write. Christine Barnett? Barnett, whatever her name is. Christine Barnett is... <laughs> <laughs> Not someone that should ever teach grammar. Barnett. <laughs> so, Bennett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the Bennett sisters. <laughs> it's like trying Prejudice. I'm a Jane Austen fan. Yeah, so, so also, so. How to, like Natalia's going through it also. Natalia has to have surgeries. So this is a whole other fucking thing. Besides the fact that Christina's banana Ram is like, I'm the perfect mom. I made a perfect genius autistic son. I can do it again. Spark, spark, spark. God bless. Natalia has to go through some, you know, some, some surgeries and, and they are expensive. And this, I think, starts to become, as others will say, a burden to Christine. For some reason, it's always Christine, not Michael. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, Michael somehow in this has been able, like, I don't want to wash your hands. Like, Michael's in this marriage or, like, unless you tell me and I want you to tell me, listen, Michael was on fucking so much mess that Michael was literally just in a, you know, drowning in his own piss every night. So Christine was the only person with any sort of wherewithal. That's why we're saying this. Like, why, that's why... She was a burden for Christine. She can't be a burden for meth Mikey because he's he's not a live person. So like I I don't understand why we're not putting Mike with Christine sometimes in this season, too. Like Michael's gonna be there, but he's in the marriage. So like anyway, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but
0: he you know, but he's saying he's also a victim as well. So we have to like ex- okay. accept his okay. victimhood.
1: Okay. Uh
0: so yeah, so she. They do not get all the surgeries required for someone with Natalia's issues. And then we have some footage from March of 2023 where they ask him, Were you guys told that she was going to require all these surgeries? And he's like, No, no, another lie, you know, probably because he's a liar. And so she doesn't get all the surgeries required. And so now her shoes cost $30,000 um everything she requires are they need to be special made and i feel like there must be someone out there who can make those shoes for cheaper i feel like this the american um system for medical shoemaking is a racket cuz 30000 no, 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 no. Someone's playing her. So, anywho, yeah. we we introduce uh Veronica Maxwell, who is a retired FBI person, and she also did a lot of like cases. Um, she didn't necessarily work on specifically the Barnett's cases, but she did a lot of cases with child abuse. And she says that based on like her findings, I mean, we already have Bush, I mean Kara, whatever her name is, the legal expert.
1: All these We're names, in- like Jackie Starbuck and for Ver- and Veronica Maxwell. I'm like, are these real person names. I almost feel like, yeah, are these? these They really want to, they really want to hit us over the
0: head with these professionals who tell us that Christine was mad that the person who was supposed to help her make money ends up costing her money. (laughs) And Christine's not okay with spending her hard owned half a million dollars on someone who is not only not a genius, but then requires a bunch of surgeries that cost a lot of money. So that's what all these people were there for. I really feel like much of what was in between, we didn't learn a lot of new information besides that Christine physically abused Natalia, which is like horrible and terrible to my heart. But it was more so that Natalia was a money pit for Christine and that Christine couldn't do what she did. I'm doing air quotes for those of you who are listening on a podcast and not on Patreon.com slash Sweeties for $10 a month. um, That she, what she did for Jacob. And, um, yeah, that she basically just told Natalia that, oh, oh, did we find out in this episode too that she, all the money that she had that, she, she, some of it should have gone to Jacob didn't actually go to yes. Jacob. it went yes, for yes, Jacob's yes, housing, yeah, yes. so she never actually gave Jacob any of this money for all of his genius. she went she told him that the money went for his housing and his hotels and his schooling and different things in Canada and all the traveling around they did so she, she, she schooling in
1: Canada. I love the idea of like oh you can okay yeah, it's just so rude he she's she I, this is so crazy, obviously. And Natalia, for all sense and purposes, is sitting through and talking in this confessional with as much grit as you know as much grace as her last name is. I mean, like, you know, like I'm not saying that she I hope that she is okay now. I mean, I or I hope not okay now. It's a weird thing. I I hope the best for everyone is what I'm saying. And not everyone's perfect. Okay, let's see. So no, I'm um I'm perfect. Obviously, besides you, she tells this horrible sad story about how one time Christine like put her in a stroller and like took all the boys to like go to like a playground or whatever. And all the boys were playing around. She's like, Oh, I wish I could play. And then like there's a blanket over the stroller and some person's like, Hey, does that person in the, in the stroller want to play? And Christine's like, No, she's sleeping. And Natalia was like, I was awake. would if Natalia had just been like, No, bitch, I want to play? You know, like I would love to have had that or whatever. Maybe got that loud. But anyway, um, so basically <clears throat> after this part, We finally get what we were promised at the top of the episode, which is a showdown. So, if you will, which is Michael? Why are we here, Mike? Michael? Michael? Why are we here? Uh, Philosophically? Philosophically, we're here because uh, Plato
0: stated, and the Lord (laughs) said, "Shall there let there be light."
1: No, philosophically, uh, to be or not to be, that is the question. Whether 'tis nobler in my mind to suffer the slings and like you know, like what mm-hmm. is this man gonna like mm-hmm. jump into what fucking model? Like I can't even. So anyway, lol. So then it's crazy. So then he, of course, is like rubbing his corduroy pants, or whatever, and then talking about immediately how well see we have the same monster, you and I, and that monster is one christine christine you know what i'm saying and like we're both victims Nat- natalia immediately oh, goes, yeah immediately consents that this is some fucking bullshit and being manipulative and spun and she's like what what are you talking she's about? like pray
0: ter- pray tell uh do expand on your
1: statement and he's well, like can i i mean it's will you allow me it's like he then like pushes her and she's like all right, bitch. You know, I keep saying this is all right, bitch. I don't
0: know. She doesn't say that. She's like, yeah, uh, I just asked that you not cuss. And he's like, well, cussing is who I am. And so I might. And she's like, well, I'm a lamb of the Lord at this time. I'm a Mariah Carey fan. Also, I like the Lord. (laughs) And (laughs) we don't cuss. And so, so they're talking or whatever. And basically, he's like, you and I are the same. We suffer the same consequences. And she's sitting there. And I I wanted her to say, but I was seven and you were 37.
1: You're a grown, he, she kind of is like, he's like, we'll see, I was victimized. And she's like, well, why didn't you fucking leave then? And she's like, I tried 10 times, I was in a hospital. Yeah. No less than 10 times. Well, you failed. That's weird. You know what? You can easily leave most places by walking out. Here's the thing. You have just walk up the fucking front door, get in the car and leave because you also said a whole bunch of crazy shit. She threatened. She
0: threatened to take my children. And so that's why I did not do that. Well, and then then she's like, well, then why did you marry her in the first place? And then he says, well, the hell I was living in. And then the man, Bishop, Daddy Bishop, Daddy Bishop man says, we've already asked that you not use any cuss words.
1: Mm-hmm. And then other black Well, listen, men- this is very hard for me to talk about. And then his attorney comes in, honey. Done. The attorney comes in and I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm on the attorney side. You can't oh. tell someone. Yeah, you can't tell someone what to do with their life. You can't tell someone how they should behave or Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't mm-hmm. do it. So the bishop's wrong. And and honestly, Natalia's wrong in this moment too. This is one of the hor- horrible points about Christianity. Is just like it's a brilliant moment where you can really see that's your fucking belief. So you don't curse. But I'm going to be here doing whatever the fuck I want, which is curse if I want. And also Again, I am talking about my life. This is not even ta- I'm not, you haven't paid me to give you a speech on a topic where if you're like, and will you not curse? I'm like, yes, because you're paying me to be here. If, if I'm going to do comedy at your function that you're paying me, you're like, don't curse, I will not curse. But if I am on a thing talking about my life, and you're like, bitch, do what I want you to do, I'm going to be like, mm-mm, mm. yes,
0: yes, you're right, you're right. But more so than that, it is the high handedness that the bishop has it's that he doesn't, he's a bumpkin and he's an idiot. He doesn't understand the long con and the long game. The f- truth is, is that Michael Barnett is a filthy animal who deserves to be buried underneath the prison. But he's not gonna get that if he thinks he's gonna strong arm him with the power of the Lord, because guess what? The power of the Lord does not stand up in a court. So sit your dumb, simple ass down and stop acting as though him saying hell. Thank you, Chris, for acknowledging that. Because I'm telling you, I didn't even register that he said hell. Um, don't eat. Don't don't ruin this whole situation because this man said hell. And Chris, you're absolutely right. Michael used that as a way to get out of this awkward situation in which he would not look like a shining glimmer of hope who decided to have a, a commiserating moment with his child that he adopted. Because he still wants to have a conversation with a person who is, I don't know, uh, 40 something or 30 something by the standards of what him and Christine decided that she is. The fact that Michael didn't walk into the situation and be like, hey, guess what? I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah, I did not do what I could to protect you. And I was a victim as well, but that's truly neither here nor there. Um, I don't know how old you are, but either way it goes, you were a victim in this because you were a tiny, tiny person who did not know what they were dealing with. I was an adult who had married this person and had lived with her for the last 19 years. And so truthfully, it sucks. And I do apologize for whatever role I took and how I let things happen. I'm not going to say what things those are because I've already been acquitted of them. So I can't, but I do apologize for whatever harm you came to. That's where Michael fucked up. It's because he thinks he's going to like sit here and pretend like fucking she's 32 or 39 years old or whatever. She's not. You allowed a child to be abused because you went along with your crazy ass wife. And now you're lucky that you're not buried underneath the prison being somebody's butt boy.
1: Well, Michael's attorney makes it seem like this was supposed to be a reunion of family members. They make it seem like Natalia and Michael were going to be like, Daddy, Natalia? (gasps) Oh, oh, my. I missed you so much. No. Kisses, kisses. Oh, look at Daddy's beautiful girl. I'm so sorry this happened. I have been praying for this moment ever since. And let me tell you, I'll never let you go, baby girl. You know, like that is what they fucking, okay. So So when you have Bishop outside being like, "The, the devil is inside and you will not be, you know, it's like, it is, I hate to say it, it is really well produced. And that is why I wanna it's because I, I feel dirty watching this because it is so well produced that I'm like, how is this real? And but this very much feels real. And these people feel victimized, most most notably, I don't, I don't know, Natalia and then other people maybe at this point. Now it's like, you know, it's always was like it was supposed to be like Natalia at first and then Michael Bennett at first, always Christine. We'll never see her. So now Michael it's what? like Michael who? Oh, I know. I like the Bennett better. Barnett. So anyway, now it's like Natalia's not, you know, e- evil. Michael is, and Christine is like literally in the pits of hell. She is the devil. Like Bishop should go kill Christine. Like it feels like this moment, Bishop she should go on like a vision quest and whatever it is, like take a sword, honey, because that's who the devil is. And you've seen her, you know, she has blonde hair, no eyebrows. We've described, we've described her. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that you thought that she was Greek or something, Did that, was that discussed? And I forgot that from season one. You said you Italian or Greek? No. Okay. Anyway, no. Well, so anyway, so obviously, as I said, Michael gets up, is like, I can't do it. I tried. I tried. I tried. He that I tried. Everyone saw that I tried. You also that I tried. Right and I'm not going to get by you, Natalia, but everyone saw that I, on the t- Netflix or whatever is this on Netflix? Oh no, it's oh I'm sorry, ID. Uh-huh. I get the money, though, right? Anyway, we're all saying that I tried in my IMDb in my IMDb profiles. I tried anyway. Like you know, like that is what he see. He like leaves. Then Bishop is like, "Excuse me, man, can I try and like, I guess what make it better, fix it?" Because he also fucking broke it. Bishop could have just no. He can't. I, He's a
0: he is a messenger for the Lord. He's a courier for Christ. He couldn't
1: keep that mouth shut, honey. Uh-uh. You know, he, no, no, no. You have to speak the truth for. Yahweh. Mm-hmm. The truth for so, God. I love the fact that when Michael storms out and when Bishop is like, Excuse me, sir, can I talk to you? I was like, Well, is his attorney going to try and run out to But that attorney's like, Well, the case is over. If you want to what do we want to do? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not moving from because the attorney again has been like in the kitchen or whatever the fuck it is, like off to the side. It's why we had to get this extra scene, the attorney giving us the backstory, letting us know we could hear him and what they thought coming in, their like, you know, plan was that Michael was gonna be reunited with his beloved daughter. I mean you know, like that's it's crazy. Wild. It's wild. Uh,
0: okay. Any expectation so, that this would be a beloved daughter reunion scene is insane. My love has gone I didn't finish it right. I got in the moment. Okay. Um, so um, Michael ends up speeding off in a two-seater. We all know that Michael loves a two-seater. There's the one thing that about a man who loves a sports car? I know. I've dated one. That they will always have one. By hook or by crook. They will by always hooker? have I'm sorry, by hooker?
1: By hooker or by crooker. By hooker by, or by, by crock crocker? Pot? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love a crockpot. <laughs> by
0: Insta or by Crockpot. They will have a two seater and Michael does. So he like he grabs his Gatorade, he grabs his wife's purse and he gets up and leaves. And I want to know that why are those two
1: things the priority? Oh, Reddit was like, the, "Yeah, Reddit was like he grabbed his drink before his keys and his thing." And I was like, "Are they pro- is the drink spiked? You know, like What's in the it- drink? What's in the wife's purse?" Oh, right mm-hmm. right you know uh yeah so okay at uh, this, point, uh, <laughs> at this <laughs> point episode two i have to i did a little research and i was like what the fuck where is christine how is this happening this bitch christine on her facebook this bitch on christine. her facebook Mm-hmm. it's facebook because we're old okay. she's old I, no weird. wrote crime and punishment i go. mean a very long rambling sent, rambling rambling, we're rambling. Read it. i know okay we're read it. go okay christine bennett this was i think posted like a january uh like 4th or something like that
0: let's pretend it was three hours
1: ago well that's what the post was when i when this person screenshotted that i wasn't me it was on reddit Natalia was a very much loved and cared for, we're doing it popcorn style, if you were in elementary school, give it a hi, very much loved and cared for a member of my family. She was not abused by anyone in my family. Let's get straight to these allegations. Nobody ever took a belt in Natalia, and the allegations that she was beaten are just plain false. Any discipline of Natalia was very minimal and was not out of the bones of normal parenting. Popcorn, Wahama. If anything, not the
0: bones of normal parenting. Uh, bounds of normal penalty if anything it was overly permissive as we felt a tremendous amount of sympathy for Natalia and loved her while she lived with us as parents I have had good and bad days as a mom there were many days raising four children I depended upon the power of coffee to get me through the day for an example haven't we all I know I was prone to getting a ig- 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 a ag- aghaparated while cleaning. Aghaparated. <laughs> E-X-H-A-P-E-R-A-T-E-D. Exasperated? It, it has had to be it, it, had a red, it had a red line underneath it and she ignored it.
1: What and red line?
0: I, And I am prone to getting... Uh, and I am prone to getting
1: exhausted or exasperated okay Okay. it's one of those and
0: i am certainly not going to claim i'm a perfect mom really anyone you wrote a book on it anyone who has children knows (gasps) that feeling of going to bed at night hoping you have done the right things and enough of your children uh on a daily basis i am sure there were plenty of fails and some successes i have as a parent and mom but i was not abusive to my children Popcorn.
1: You have to say my name because that's how oh. I know it's my turn. Okay. Popcorn Christine. If you are interested in what it was like in our house, there was a 60 minutes piece about us before this highly sensationalized show. I believe it's on YouTube. Natalia had made these allegations before and they were investigated as unfounded. For example, by the way, that just means not found any evidence yet. It doesn't mean, anyway, for example, one not like complete to be wrong or crazy anyway, For example, one time she ripped up her shoes, then had someone call CPS to state she had on torn shoes. CPS came and did a full inspection of everything in the home and found that she had pairs of good shoes and that she lived in a clean, tidy living environment. These claims were investigated and dismissed as unfounded. So living with Natalia did come with constant allegations about her treatment, which I believe was to lead people away from investigating her personal behaviors, which were extreme and usually and usually of some sort of sexual or hurtful to, tor- to towards others' nature. So the sexual or hurtful, oh, so the uh, accusations of being abused are a way to deflect what she is actively doing to hurt other people. And as well, they themselves hurt other people. By the way, I'm not, half of me did read a couple things wrong. And the other things is that she's not writing them right. Okay.
0: Okay. Um,
1: Popcorn, wahama.
0: Jesus Lord. Um, uh, Natalia has made these a gal. Where are we at?
1: I'm sorry. Okay, I'll do it. I'm used to this constant ac- ac- accusation by Natalia. When she was admitted to various hospitals, she was checked constantly for abuse and it was not found to exist. Most of the hospitals also noted that Natalia had a strong family support system in us as one of the assets Natalia had in her life at the time one of the only assets, choosy beggar. She has alleged abuse by anyone who has ever had long-term contact with her as well as neighbors, teachers, and even children that she claims were abusive to her. In my experience, they all were not abusing her. She did spend a minimal time in timeout. This was not done in a way that ridiculed her or made her suffer. She was not in timeout for a period of time beyond minutes. The timeout itself was a suggestion prescribed by her therapist. For people wondering if I have been to jail, yes, I was booked in the typical canoe county jail which of course is the jail with like the sh- sheriff by the way god bless well I about to go so i'm just going to continue reading this i faced charges and these same allegations at the time the case against me was determined to be false and there was no evidence of any harm to natalia or abandonment of natalia by me it was a case that should not have been brought for more about this you can read the information attached by my attorney this is, again, a Facebook statement, so let anyway, me And she did, she has, like, something, but it seems like a website that she has set up to be, like, false as accusations of Natalia, which I'll tell you about at the end. I was charged at various levels of causing bodily harm to Natalia due to these ac- allegations, as was Michael Barnett. Sorry, Barnett. Michael faced a jury trial and was found innocent. Mike immediately testified in a pretrial at my trial. My case was dismissed. If there had been any abuse of Natalia or evidence of it, I would have been found guilty of it, and I would have been in jail. The fact that these false allegations are occurring after a trial with evidence, which was dismissed, is disturbing. It's like being assumed guilty after being proven innocent. Another important thing to mention is Natalia was never abandoned. I did not ever leave or want to get rid of Natalia in quotation, quotation. That was also covered in the trial as I was charged with abandonment. A series of legal happenings based on Natalia's own behavior statements and much evidence led to her being re-aged at the recommendation of law enforcement. As a result, she was allowed to make her own adult decisions of where to live and what to do with her life and time while living while, wait, And time while living where she has. While Natalia did live independently as an adult, this is like crazy because she was like, well, she was a young person though. She's like, too young. What are you talking about? But this is her again going. While Natalia did live independently as an adult, but she was never an adult, you fucking bitch. She had very much support from our family and care and love until she decided to make the man's, which is Bishop and his wife, her Medicaid payee, and they became responsible for her medical care and her income. This was very upsetting to me at the time, and I reported this to Adult Protective Services repeatedly because I was worried that she was possibly being exploited for their rent money. Once the mans were her payee and Natalia was a legal adult, I had no real options at my disposal to be able to help and care for her, which made me physically ill from worry about the fact. Why? If she's, listen, even if she's helping to pay someone who's actually living with her care, I mean, I don't understand. At least she's not living, I mean, in a two-story, whatever go it goes him. Ugh. This is her talking. I understand compassion people have for Natalia because I had that same compassion myself. I listened to her claiming horrific levels of abuse of the family prior to us, the Chaconis that ranged everywhere from sexual to physical abuse. She claimed incidents of being drugged down the stairs. Drug is what she said. People tipping her over in a mattress, putting her in a locked boathouse and beating her. When we approached the doctor to investigate these claims, she immediately retracted them. It was very clear to us she had much experience with the ins and outs of CPS and social workers before ever meeting us. I do not personally believe the Chiconis were a source of abuse for Natalia. I understand that when someone is doing some of the extreme behaviors I've witnessed from Natalia, it is only natural to think she must have been abused. And I believe Natalia takes advantage of this uh, that sympathy to manipulate others. I believe this because I sat through nir- numerous hospital visits and therapy visits trying to understand and help Natalia and thinking we might be able to find the root natural... No. Uh, the root... got The root... Uh, the root of the issue. Here it is. In the end, I learned she is a sociopath. I still have not wrapped... Jesus Christ... I still have not wrapped my head around the diagnosis to this day, honestly, and I still revert to feeling sympathy for her and hope that she will do well in life. It's very hard for me to understand to this day what happened to our lives with Natalia, or to process it. In regards to Michael, period. Certainly, his own mental health and been affected by us having had been affected. Certainly, his own mental health had been affected by us having adopted Natalia, and the fact that we tried so hard to help her and could not in the end succeed at that. The deterioration of his mental health did lead to our divorce after Natalia. It is hard to describe the level of abject horror a person feels when they want to be responsible for a person's safety and well-being, but cannot help that person because of the person's own choices. I believe that is what he felt with Natalia. We all did. Natalia made her own choices. We did not abuse Natalia. He tried very hard to make a good home for her and provide for her after she was institutionalized with the electric fence incident, which is something I talked about in season one, which is a real thing and a well-documented murder attempt, which is the only thing with member she supposedly dragged Christine toward a metal thing while they were playing, well, while they were at a farm and only Christine could really like see it. And Michael at one point said he was there and saw it, Then later on was like, no, the boys ran. It was season one. <sighs> okay. back. Anyway. It was a real thing and a well-documented murder attempt. We had very little control over being able to care for her, et cetera, as she was in state custody. This was not a plan to get rid of her. You cannot plan for someone to try to kill you. Natalia confessed to having done this, while done this, when I truly thought she was trying to throw her own self into the fence. I had no idea she was trying to hurt me until she made statements about what she was doing and why at the hospital. At the time, I was very weak. I had lupus and was going through chemotherapy. So yes, she could have overpowered me and did. In regards to Lafayette, I was excited about the possibility of her deciding to enroll in school. I truly hope she would become a beautician or if she did well in an accountant, which was what she stated her intentions of being in Lafayette were, a beautician or accountant. Um, the real facts of her being There were, for the same mundane reason, many people go to Lafayette, which is education. Natalia was enrolled in school. They are not sensational like the word abandoned. The correct words would have been enrolled in school. However, sensational is what sells. Popcorn Wahama? Uh,
0: Natalia found her own apartment and signed her own lease in Lafayette. As far as I know, Natalia's condition while living with us never involved an inability to use stairs. In fact, she lived upstairs in our home. That is where her bedroom was located. She did not need assistance navigating the stairs. Natalia, both physical and occupational therapy, had both physical and occupational therapy at our home, which we provided her. The therapists both would have noted and worked on stairs with her if she had an issue navigating them. I'm 100% sure they tested her for any issues navigating the stairs and found none. The Chaconi house was also a two-story house. The state hospital records where she was inpatient also did not indicate any need for assistance using the stairs. While there, the state did clinical testing of her ADLSs or assisted daily living skills, which she passed all of. This means she was fully capable of the use of them because stairs are accessed by testing, assessed by testing the state discharged her from her just dis- the state discharged her to a homeless shelter whose beds rooms were upstairs and that they deemed appropriate since she chose her own apartment for school i do not think natalia had any true major issues navigating them i was aware she had been evicted from the westfield apartments for solicitation of a man in the laundry room i was not aware of her sexual advances towards a child at the time but i am not surprised that occurred and i believe it is real i also believe that could explain why natalia wanted to leave that town before being investigated for that crime if there was Uh, If there's one thing Natalia is good at, it's uh, cut off. So I can't read that. I was aware she was evicted from, oh, Uh, the one thing she's good at, it's enormous, it's getting enormous enough amounts of sympathy to cover up her own outrageous behaviors. While watching the current series, I found Natalia's entire demeaning to be quite contradictory and uh, to the demeanor, I experienced from her, and it was eerie watching her as if she was very well coached in how to dress and behave and present herself. This is after years of trial, and I believe she has a motive for her questions of Michael. I do not believe that motive is as good as one, although I do think she presented herself as what a typical viewer would consider well. I do not believe that is the real Natalia who we saw in the documentary. I believe it is a mask. In order to hurt someone, you need To mark another group of people to sympathize with you at the same time. This is what I learned from living with her. Natalia will go to great lengths to her people, but also to gain tremendous amount of sympathy at the same time. I know because I have been both a mark of hers as and also sympathized her for her very much after my adoption of her while making wild accusations against other people. So I understand how the public feels. There was a time of year and years of my life. I was struggling to do anything I could to help her. I could not. And it did not. And it has been heartbreaking because on some level, this has to be about what Natalia's own identity feels. She is capable of more than about abuse. Claiming abuse is the tool she uses to gain sympathy. I am not sure it is not the root of the issue. I believe the root of the issue is her own identity and struggling with who she is and how she fits into the world. She must, it must be difficult for her. Fred Gill wrote a book about his own struggles with his identity as a little person, which I highly recommend that anyone trying to understand Natalia uh, and her true insecurities read. It is also what I was trying to meet him at Crackle Burial with my entire family about Natalia. There was no pimping out of Natalia. This His book was instrumental in my own understanding of what she might personally be going through, and the fact that meeting was portrayed so ridiculously by this serious, series is pimping out Natalia is Insane. It was about a discussion of what of that book Now this is something obviously we haven't watched yet. A full review of what of the text messages and not sensational chopped up bits a piece would have shown that I had to really roll my eyes at that one. I'll just say it like this anyone whose child has had a play date with another person knows that wording of playdate is not. A date. As such, meetings, an author with your mother, who is also an author, and your brothers is not pimping you out here. Sensational, sure, sells through and sells, though, and this series will do nothing but exploit sensational drama. Did Jerry Springer haunt this series? Perhaps. Natalia did allege abuse and basically. The same things that she claims I did not hear her against all her brothers, which I believe Jacob is tormented about to this day. And I would love to answer because I was there. In the time I lived with him, I never once saw him being abusive to his sister. And I think the fact that he has to battle with his own memories and is being gaslighted that he may have been some culprit of abuse is horrific. I can tell you that he was a very good brother who was patient with Natalia and always tried his utmost to help her out. For example, when she was recovering from from surgery for her feet, she had to begin walking on them again, which she is completely capable of, by the way, after having full corrective surgery. Jacob spent hours and hours of his time standing next to her and helping her through that to make sure she was okay. He did every physical therapy exercise with her to help her. He did very compassionate. He was very compassionate towards her several times. If she was dangerous, he may have had to stand up for her for himself, not to be hurt, but he was never the herder of Natalia. Herder. Natalia did alleged abuse and was basically the same things that she claims I did to her against all of her brothers, which I believe Jacob is tormented about to this day. And I would love to answer because I was there in the time that she lived. I thought I read this again in the time that I lived with him. I never once saw him being abusive to his sister. And I think the fact that he has to battle with his own memories and is being gaslit or gaslighted as she wrote, that he may have been some culprit of horrific abuse, abuse the horrific. I can tell you, uh, he was very a very good brother who was patient with Natalia and tried the utmost to help her out. For example, when she was recovering from surgery with his feet, she had to begin walking on them again. Oh, great! I read this. Um, he loved his sister. We all did. My children did not harm Natalia. Michael Barnett. And Natalia Barnett may have the same monster, but that monster is not me. That monster, whether it's mental illness, psychopathy, or whether it's actually whether it actually is, may be different for each of them. But it's within their own psyche. The end. Sorry for reading things twice.
1: So she has a website she attached called dot Nichols, nicholsonlaw.com, and it's demystify misinformation with FAQs about Natalia Grace. So she has a full, you know, statement from a lawyer, a full website up about this. She's it does feel like she was drinking, opened up Google Docs, or no, not even, just started typing into her phone, you know, and never went back and read it. You know, I mean, just kept drinking the glass of wine by the end, it's just as crazy. Uh, Yeah, I just, you know, this person doesn't ever talk about her age or anything. It's, this, it's, she, yeah. Michael, you're right. Michael never is like, Natalia is crazy. Christine comes out and was like, both you bitches are crazy. Mm -hmm. You victims are crazy. You know? Yeah. uh,
0: Patreon.com slash DocuSweeties. If you want to join us there, you get exclusive content such as the live very first Monday of the month, plus other exclusive content. Um, Please join us there. If you cannot, Chris will explain to you how.
1: Which is right now. Uh, you can go to any sort of social media We love Instagram At Sweeties on Instagram We're at Sweeties on TikTok We're at Sweeties one on X We have a private Facebook group The Sweeties podcast Facebook group Listen, we appreciate you If you want to give us five stars We would appreciate that uh, This is a crazy docu-series We're going to keep on watching We love you And, you know, hopefully this isn't like super crazy and triggering You know, what can you do? All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye.